0: Should the New Orleans Pelicans start building around Brandon Ingram with the injury concerns around Zion Williamson? Me and JB, we're going to break it all down, talk about that and what the Pelicans should do going forward right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. All right, JB, we in the building. The prodigal one is back. Uh, So this was all predicated by the fact that Zion Williamson has technically been cleared for on-court activities, but he's expected to still maybe miss the rest of the season, which is just weird. And while Zion, when he is on the court, is one of the best players, I think, in the NBA, one of the most difficult players to guard, you have to realistically start when you plan for a team and build a team. You have to, with him taking into consideration his injury, how many games he's expected to play. The Pelicans, at one point the season, were fourth in the Western Conference. They're now, right now, currently slated to be outside of the plane, even though they won two in a row. They're five and five in their last ten. JB, I'm going to throw this to you. Um, so I had this thought and thinking about all this and saying that the, the Pelicans have some talent on their roster, and they have a player that I'm extremely high on in Brandon Ingram, who's a versatile player, can do a lot of things. And my question that I'm throwing to you. Should the Pelicans start building around Brandon Ingram, not meaning get a rid of, getting rid of Zion, but should he be the player that they build around just because so far in this in their NBA careers, he's a way more durable player and still a hell, hell of a talent himself. What do you think, JB? So
1: I agree 100%. I think Brandon Ingram is the guy they should censor around. Don't get me wrong. Zion is a phenomenal player. Um, probably one of the most dominant players if he wants to be since maybe Shaq. I'm going there. Mm. Problem is, it's when he's on the court, and that's a big if and when. And he's just proving to be not durable, unfortunately. I mean, listen, we've had so many great NBA players in the past that could have made such a big career for themselves. For, for some of the young heads who probably don't know, Penny Hardaway. I mean, mm. Penny Hardaway could have been easily probably one of the top 10 players in the NBA history, I would say, if he stayed healthy. But unfortunately, things happened. Grant Hill, a lot of guys, injuries, he succumbed. And That was a good one. Yeah, I think I think it's the same situation with Zion Williamson. His stats, though, their career, or let's not say career stats. Let's talk about Brandon Ingram from the time he went on the Pelicans to Zion coming in the NBA. Their stats are outside of field goal percentage. Their stats are not that far off. Zion has the edge in field goal percentage. Ingram has the edge in uh, uh, three-point percentage. Everything else is pretty similar. But again, we go back to that durability, and it's
0: Brandon Ingram for me. Exactly. And that, and that's the thing like I don't I don't think anybody in their right mind. You know there are some haters uh are going is going to doubt what Dion is when he's on the court. Like he's amazing on the court. And that I don't want to take away from that. But over the course keep in mind he was drafted in in 2019. Since 2019 to this point, he's averaging playing 38 games a season. Yeah, that
1: just is whole- n-
0: That's just not going to cut it, like, unfortunately, right? And so just because of the durability, until he proves himself to be way more durable than what he has been so far, it's kind of hard to build on that. Like, and just with the same averages. And Brandon Ingram himself has had injury concerns his career, right? Correct. But Brandon Ingram averages, averages playing over 40 games per season, almost 50, a little bit over 50 games per season. So it it is what it There, like, you have to try – to put your team in the right situation. And the way that I look at it is this, because of Zion's game and the physicality of his game, if you build the team around Brandon Ingram's skills and kind of just bet on him being there, it's not like Zion can't fit in in any lineup in the NBA. Let's be clear here. The way that Zion goes about getting his shots, the way that he is around the rim, he's going to get his shots regardless. So,
1: Yeah, and I just looked at the numbers real quick. Now, keep in mind, he missed the whole season. But if yeah. you take all the games Zion has played divided by his four years in the league. He's averaging 29 games a season. Again, he missed the whole season. So it's a huge number a little bit, but that is first highest player. I mean, talks about this is the next LeBron, etc., etc. I'm not seeing it. And don't get me wrong. Again, when he's there, he's a great player, but it all goes back to the durability. And I got to say, man, just real quick talking about that 2019 class. Cause I'll remember, I remember the, the lottery and yeah. I was begging to the gods please can the Knicks get the number one pick please bring, and Zion wanted to play for the Knicks too yeah and we did not get it we got number three and I was so pissed but looking at things now with what's going on with Zion with Ja having his issues I'm not, I'm okay with number three I'm okay with number three
0: yeah I mean hey it is what it is there Uh, I can completely understand that and you know, it, and it sucks because you you see like Zion, uh, Lonzo Ball, who's on my team, like these players that just have so much promise. And when they're on the court, they're just about everything you want them to be. But it's just not the, the, the ability to stay on the court is hurting so much. And there's so so much, so many things surrounding Zion and the excitement of him even playing in the preseason this season and him being the healthiest that he was. And, you know, Zion just has proven. He cannot say, oh, then that doesn't mean he can't have a hell of a career. You know, one of the, the defaults to go to when you talk about an injury prone career, but still have a, a great career is Bill Walton, who absolutely like can, had a great career. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, but he was injury plagued whole career. Go ahead. Can you name somebody
1: past 1990 like that? Past and only reason I bring that up is because, and not even 1990, maybe 2000, because the style of play is so different now, bro. Like, I feel you. it's so fast paced, and yeah. I don't want to say it's more aggressive because the '90s were way more aggressive than this. And you know, it's like shooting threes, and it's just a lot of different stuff nowadays versus you know Walton's days.
0: True. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, nobody comes to. Uh, I'm sure there's somebody out there. I'm just not thinking about. Um, but it's still. I think I look at it this like the physicality, like they're better physical specimens, but it's not like they were fighting back then in Bill Walton's day. So it's yeah. not that much anymore. So um I mean we could maybe use Kevin Durant. I mean, he had Kevin Durant injuries. could be could be one with that, but I mean, then then again, he was pretty healthy up until and then he had that Achilles, and it's been up and down. Kawhi too, Paul George, those are guys you can look at like currently who are who deal with a lot of injuries and who haven't been able to stay healthy. Um yeah, maybe that's about it. I'm sure I'm sure people in the comments going to be like, "Hey, Jv, you guys miss XYZ," but you know I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you when you look at the Pelicans, right? And how they were last season versus this season. And I don't know if you want to say they took a step back or whatever it is, but how, how do you view that Pelicans roster? Do you think they're a Zion staying healthy away? Do you think that they need to go heavily into this offseason looking to do some different things? Like how where do you see this team? As far as as far as you know what they need to do to really try to get in I've got a big baby steps first into that play in, that play off area where they can have some serious playoff success
1: I honestly think bro with a healthy Zion and a healthy Brandon Ingram mm-hmm. at, at, at worst this is a round two team forget about playing I think this is a round two team that's fair Team with both of those gotch ball both healthy absolutely. Are they a championship team? No way. Even with both those guys healthy? No way. They're missing at least one or two pieces. But to consistently make their playoffs, as long as both those guys stay healthy, even with the team that they have now, they will consistently make the playoffs. They have Those two guys have enough talent to push that team. But they're several pieces away from any sort of title contention or anything like that. Oh, for sure.
0: For sure. Uh, that or Elite. Like, don't get me wrong, Brandon Ingram's been great. But if Brandon Ingram makes like that superstar leap to like one of the best players in the NBA, then maybe you can look at that. But yeah, like you said, they're they're they are they 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 are a player or two away, a Zion healthy away. Um, but I really I like their roster. Like the Pelicans are a team that I when they were fully healthy, as close to fully healthy as they were gonna get, I enjoyed watching them play basketball. But the the health is the is the biggest concern with that team right now
1: exactly they're really what both you know all the all their players are healthy they're a fun team to watch man and mm-hmm. keep in mind they play in the west the west is so damn bipolar i mean really anybody any it's really up for grabs for a team to take it and run with it
0: mm-hmm. i know
1: nuggets are like the number one ranked team or whatnot but i feel like any team can come out of the blue and take it any one of those i mean as long as they stay healthy the clippers the um pelicans it's really up for grabs Um, so I, we'll see, we'll we'll see what happens, you know, I don't think they should move on from, from Zion Williamson. He's too, it's too early in his career and you want to give him a chance to see what he does. And you know what, bro? I just realized something talking about somebody coming off an injury, but that can still generate, generate something for their team. And this is probably a bad example this season, but please take this season out. Derek Rose. Mm. I mean, Derrick Rose was playing great basketball these last, you know, the last couple of seasons with the Knicks. I know he, he is, his time got taken away now, but yeah. he came off a brutal injury and still doing his thing. He did things with the Wolves, did things with the Knicks. He was still part of the team. Really
0: revitalized his career in in, uh, in Minnesota, being a sixth man there. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, one injury play, prone player that we completely missed on, Anthony Davis. Yeah, but
1: he's just—I mean—I call that dude street clothes. That's—I oh, I call him—I call him, him, I I call call him Mr. Glass. Yeah, he's just—yeah, he's just, just, street clothes, man. Street clothes all the way. Like I bro, would like,
0: not—I I literally looked at his um his injury report. Like, hey, he has the—I the, think he's like second in in the most injuries. Like, do you know that he missed two months of basketball with a butt injury? Wow. That's it's just crazy, bro. Like it's, it's, it's wild, absolutely man. ridiculous. But like, I would not,
1: I would not want Anthony Davis on my team for oh nothing no. Though. And People,
0: you know, because he's from Chicago. People are always like, well, he can come back to Chicago. I'm like, keep Mister Glass Davis up off my team, please, because a Chicago winner, his leg would would fracture the moment he steps outside. Yeah. It's like like one of them Oscar moments. You about to slap somebody? You say, "Keep Anthony Davis, Davis out, of your mouth. <laughs> please, please <laughs> do, please I feel do." You. Please yeah. do. But, uh, I mean, anything left with the Pelicans are like, well, here's, here's the question. We say it, let, Let's talk about it. What type of team do you think the Pelicans then need to build, whether it be around Zion, whether it be around, around Brandon Ingram? I think bringing in C.J. McCollum really helped that team get to another level. Do you think it's one of those situations where they need uh, some solid – they have Herb Jones, who's a who's a really solid defender, I uh, can do some things there. I like Val Dorado uh, coming off the bench for them and what he is defensively as well, the guard position. Do you think that their target in the offseason needs to be – shooters and two-way players or what what do you think they need to try to bring to that team you literally just said it bro shooters and two-way players that's what you need you need some d
1: go get you a three and d guy because obviously with Willie, with with how zion is so dominant
0: yeah
1: he's gonna get doubles and triples so you need those shooters to to take advantage of that again they got cj mccallum great shooter they got brandon Ingram, great shooter but and that's what i'm saying that team is a playoff team when everyone's healthy but they're still missing one or two guys and you get a three and D guy in there or, you know, a two way player and a good shooter. Yeah. Now you're talking, you know, Western conference finals type of stuff.
0: That's a fact. I guess we'll see what it means and how it's going to be for this team going forward. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Zion too. I like Zion. I, I do think that, you know, him being in new Orleans and the beignets get to him. You need to stay from the beignets and gumbo. But other than that, you know, I really do like Zion as a player. I love Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram to me, I know I'm I'm super high on Brandon Ingram. Like I think Brandon Ingram is going to be one of those players that he's going to keep steadily improving, and he's going to get a title or two. He may not be the best player on the team when he when he gets those, but I I I look at how like he's the modern day forward in the NBA. He's the prototypical modern day forward. He can put the ball on the floor. He's solid defensively. He can shoot. He can he. I, I need that's if I had to say anything. Brandon Ingram needs to work to have two or three post moves. If he does that, it's going to open up the rest of his game.
1: Yeah, 100%. And Brad, I, this, A handful of players, I just love watching play ball because they do it so good. And Brandon Ingram is one of those guys. From the moment he came a- on New Orleans and he was away from the Lakers where he's sort of like behind the shadow and he came to New Orleans – Man, this dude has shown what type of player he can be, and I think he's only going to get better, bro. I think he's only going to get better, and yeah. yeah, at the end of his career, he should have because at some point, someone's going to be like, "Yo, we need that last missing piece," and Brandon Ingram yeah. is that piece to be a title, you know, a title winner. And I, cool. I think at some point, he's going to win a title. Yeah, Zion sure. Williamson, I can't say yes or no if he's going to win a title honestly because again, it goes back to the durability. He stays healthy. Zion Wilson will wanna The Pelicans will probably win a championship sometime in the next, you know, I would say next couple of years. Because let me tell you something. The NBA has gone through spurts for the longest where there's one team that just dominates. Yeah. Um, during these last couple, maybe eight, 10 years, it's not necessarily a team. It's usually whatever team LeBron's on. LeBron's gone in two years. This whole NBA is wide open. I, I don't think at least for any time soon with the current roster, there's going to be a team that just dominates every year, like how the Bulls did in the 90s or, you know, the Rockets for a couple years, the Celtics, Lakers back in the day. There's That's done, at least with the current roster we have now. With the players, that I don't see that happening. It's wide open.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it, this was the year of parity. It was like the the buzzword this year, and it was real. Like parity around the NBA was a real thing. And I think as long as you have that level of parity, there are going to be teams that are always going to be able to convince themselves they may be closer than what they are, and thus they hold on to their stars. and And the playing tournament is a big part of that too. I think we've we've seen now that the playing tournament has been here for a few years having that play in tournament to where teams that are in the, the tenth, ninth or tenth spot do have a chance to actually turn that around and make the playoffs is going to keep teams, you know, not necessarily aiming to be ninth or tenth, but being saying if they are do fall in the area, like, hey, we can go out and get a, a couple of free agents this offseason and maybe we we'll to be in the eighth or seventh seed. And I really do think as we look at parity and how that the play the playing is a big part of like Why teams are gonna hold on to their stars now? Whereas before, if you finish the season as a 10th seed two years in a row, you may be looking like, "Hey, maybe we need to go full rebuild." So, exactly like you're ninth or 10th
1: seed, like back in the day, that's it. Maybe like you said, rebuild. But now you're ninth, 10th seed. Maybe at the trade deadline, you pick up one more piece. A team like for like I know the other episode we were talking about like teams that might surprise or you know teams that might fail, but. We, we completely forgot to talk about Miami. Jimmy Buckets, mm-hmm. you know him from Chicago. Yeah. that th- Those guys, they have a very talented team. You know, Buckets, um, sorry, um uh, Jimmy Butler, Bam. Hero, Bam. They have a really good team. Those guys make the playoffs. You know, they can make a run. They see, they see the Celtics or 76ers in the first round. They can make a freaking run. And if they make the playoffs, they'll probably go in as like seventh or eighth seed maybe.
0: Yeah. yeah that's a good point. All good points. I mean, <clears throat> we'll see. The NBA is fun. This offseason is going to be fun to talk about. I'm glad my brother JB is going to be here with me to break down shit going on in the offseason. But, uh, hey, and if you got nothing else, JB, that's it for tonight, brother. I
1: got nothing, man.
0: Till next All right. episode. <laughs> Till next episode. You guys can follow him at the P1JB. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow the show collectively at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform. Uh, if you want to send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. But that's it for us. We'll see you guys the next time we make a video. Whenever that is, peace y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break.